And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. The World of Mythbits. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the World of Mythbits, episode 46. I'm your host, as always, Stephanie Barty. Wow. Okay, so this is not going to be the marathon podcast that I did last week. I don't think I have another two hours in me to do that again. Um, thank you to all the awesome comments on the podcast. I'm glad you all enjoyed it, and I really do seriously... <coughs> Okay, we made it how long? 31 seconds! Yes! And I screwed it up! All right. Awesome. I always keep track. Um, I have a little special treat this week, but we'll get to that in a minute, because, you know, we need to sit on ice just a tad longer. Anyway, um, I really do actually enjoy doing those episodes. Those are my favorite episodes, um, because I get to share my thoughts and opinions on your work. And so far, nobody has told me to go suck an egg or anything, because, you know, if it, basically, if it makes it into the magazine, I liked it, to be, to begin with. If it's in the magazine, I liked it, and I decided it's going to be in the magazine, so that's kind of a given, but on the magazine podcast, when I get to tell you why I liked it, that's the fun part. Okay, so, speaking of the anniversary, which is a big one, and we're still carrying on about it, and we're still talking about it, and yeah, we're going to milk this for all we can. I have a special guest this week. (laughs) All the way from, I don't think it's sunny there anymore, because it's late at night, but usually sunny and warm, and I'm seriously starting to hate him. California, I have Mr. David K. Montoya. Welcome to the show, Dave. (laughs) Hey, yo, how you doing? <laughs> okay, dude, I almost spit water out my nose. <laughs> I forgot who I was podcasting with. So, you, you, you didn't, a, you yeah, I was going to say, you, you didn't say I had to be professional on this one, so I'm just Well, no, that's true. It's my podcast. It's like, <laughs> I have no script. I have, okay, I only have a sense of professionalism once a month. And that is on the podcast after the magazine comes out. <laughs> like I've said on previous podcasts, all the other three weeks, I pretty much do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> and yes, I am saying that with the boss in the podcast with me. <laughs> so. Hey, okay. boys and girls. Hey, boys and girls. Wrong podcast. I know. Oh, I haven't done it in years. It just, just kind of came out. I think it should be revived, but that's just my opinion. So how you be? I'd be good. Good. It's not about me. It's about you. Oh, am I (laughs) out in the boat again? eh? Oh, my God. Okay, just so my listeners know, when I do get to California, I have a tally sheet of how many (laughs) ass-kicking Mr. Montoya is going to get. And I am already on page two. It's only... So, the, no, never mind. That, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
after February 8th, 2020, um, I might need a coder for the magazine. It might be a position open, and this could be the first and last expo because there won't be anybody around to run it because there'll be a funeral shortly thereafter. Just, you know, so you know. <laughs> anyway, okay, so you got a little bit of a surprise last week when uh, you listened to the podcast. It was a very nice surprise. It really was. It, it brought me to tears. I won't, I won't sugarcoat it. I mean, I, I left you a message. Um, you know, I, I do things and I, as, as this, I mean, 15 years in, I really don't hear, the only time I really hear anything is when people have something to complain about. I really don't hear positive reflection on it. You know, hey, good job. I know you did a lot of work, blah, blah, blah. So to, to hear those thoughts, whether they be anonymous or not, um, it, I got emotional and, and it, it really made my week and all those hours that I put in, it made it all worthwhile. Absolutely. So if you, again, whether you do it anonymous or, you know, if you were like DC or Molly or Steve, which I, I, I admit I was really, really surprised to hear from Steve Bolin. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, Steve Bolin was the second editor in chief of the world of myth. And I haven't talked to him in goodness years. So to hear from everybody, it just, it really meant so much to me. And, um, it, it makes everything worthwhile. So sincerely, thank you. Thank you to Stephanie for setting it up. Thank you for Kevin for executing it. And thank you to everyone that listens and participates and, and it just. And for Russo having the idea. I will, I will not <laughs> thank Russo. I, I, <laughs> no, neither will I. <laughs> after 20 years of almost, well, almost 20 years of friendship. No. I, I, no. Thanks for the idea, Russo. There, I thanked him. But we, edit. uh. I can edit we... it out. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm only playing. I'm only playing. Russo's my, Russo's my longest and dearest friend. I've known him for almost 20 years. And, and he probably doesn't listen to the podcast, so. I can apologize yeah. to him. He won't hear it, so it doesn't count. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll go with that. <laughs> so what we do we just, got this week? We just wanted to let you know that you are appreciated. That everything that you do, from coding to encouraging to listening to me vent and whine and supporting all of our contributors, that it matters and it's important. You're not just the dude doing the finger thing on the keyboard and making it all look pretty. Thank you. Your and, name's and, on the magazine. <laughs> it's uh, it's surreal, and, and you know, we we talked about it. it. It's it's had its ups and its downs, and it's I I refer to it almost as an entity in itself because the oh the, for sure the love that I have for it is is like a love for a child, and. It just, when I reflect back on the 15 years, it's, it, there's just so much. <laughs> Your baby is a temperamental, moody, uncooperative, 
teenager. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> that I've only known for... 15 months? Yeah. Yeah, about 15 months. It's, because, it's, well, go ahead. I think, I think it's been a little bit longer than 15 months, maybe. Ow. Uh, let's see. Well, we met in May. Yes. And so I probably... Independence Day in the States was the... No, it was Memorial Day. Yeah. It was Memorial Day that you became my new best friend. (laughs) So you were probably in the June issue of The World of Myth. So June of... 2018. Yeah, because yeah, May was when I got the contract. June would have been when the Huntress... Oh, well, I can tell you. I think. My computer's still off. Because I have... Well, I'm, I podcast... This is the World of Mythbits. Therefore, I always have the World of Myth pulled up. Whether it's the Facebook page or the actual magazine. Because I can never remember what episode I'm on. So I have to check before I start. And I can never remember um, if I have a list of things that I'm supposed to be announcing or running down because, you know, somebody always gives me a list, oh, about six minutes before I start. Yeah, you got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> All right, uh, so the Huntress was in, uh, I don't know. Oh, oh, look, there's dates on the comments. Awesome. That worked. June, June 1st, 2018. June 1st. So that means it had to have been a May 24th release. Yeah, because the first comment is June 1st. Wow, I hustled you pretty fast. <laughs> and, and I got the Mythmaster's attention on my very first story. <laughs> yeah, yeah you did. You did hustle me quick. It roped me right in. One of those, it was a win-win situ- uh, situation because I, I, I changed my lifestyle and I wanted to be more creative. And, you know, we, we've talked about this on the outside of, of the podcast, you know, and it just, it, it works. And the idea of getting back into publishing, you, you've, you know, Meeting you, reading your book, it really kind of sparked that love that I had missed for so many years that I forgot. So, yeah, it was all just good, a good win-win scenario. It's I just have, a love fest in here. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> say, even though I haven't been in the gym in forever, but that's another situation. Do you realize that back then, when my story first came out, you were only on part six of Through the Eyes of Madness? Wow. Uh-huh. And that issue only had one, two, three, four, five, six stories. Two of oh, them by you. I miss those days. <laughs> of six stories? How come I didn't get to edit when there were only six? Yeah. Now, every month I'm editing 20 or more. 
So that shows you how the magazine has grown even in just over a year. It has. It really has. And I, we always tease, you know, if anybody's been around in, in the original gen or the new gen of the world of myth, you know, we always talked about the golden age. And I showed you, you know, uh, because we're laughing, because I showed you a, a picture about, um, or I should say a boot, because this is your show, eh? is uh, back in the, the day, we would get over a thousand votes per story, per... Yeah. Not just those, and those that was the golden age of the world of myth. And, and I but really... Go ahead. In my opinion, I don't really think it was, because they didn't have... I think we have the same amount of readers, if not more. It's just those votes are spread out now because they have a wider variety of things to choose from. Yeah, yeah, we we kept it pretty pretty compact. Um, I mean, if you have fifteen hundred readers and they have four stories to choose from. Yeah, that's true. But now we, if we have fifteen hundred readers and they have twenty stories to choose from in a variety of categories, plus. 10 to 12 poems to choose from, plus eight or nine pieces of artwork to choose from to place their votes. <laughs> you yeah. Know. And plus, um, are you going to make that announcement about the, the new genre that's being added? Oh, yeah, that's in, that's going to be, yes, I am. Don't, just, don't rush me. We've only been at this 15 minutes. I got another... 30 some odd to go. (laughs) You listen to the podcast. I drag things out. Slow, gentle, tease, you know. (laughs) Keep them listening. Till I get people to listen. Ah, see, and I get in and I just start talking and talking and talking and talking. Because you're a guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're a guy. Guys aren't known for their. Finesse. Girls like to take their time, build up to the good stuff. Well, there's a couple of different podcast versions of Dave. You can you can get the welcome to NPR Radio. This is Dave Montoya. We can talk like <laughs> this for as long as you want. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> That's going to give you nightmares. <laughs> oh my god, you sound like the guy that you know would. Hold, please. <laughs> Are you calling your car insurance? No, I am, I am not a serial killer. I only write about them on a casual basis. <laughs> casual? <laughs> oh, no, it's not casual. He writes on the, he writes on, on almost a daily basis. I'm just telling you guys now. He writes on almost a daily basis. We'll be in the middle of a conversation and then all of a sudden, I gotta go right! And I won't hear from him for a couple hours. I... Because he's come up with some idea on some new way to kill somebody. (laughs) I studied way too much on that, by the way. I really have. I always tell people, don't be afraid unless you wake up one day and you thought you were in bed, but then you're in the back of my Jeep and you're in the desert somewhere. That's when you worry. Too much free time. I'm going to make sure that 
the desk in my hotel room is movable. And I might just make Jason and Mike sleep on top of it. (laughs) You know, safety reasons. Absolutely. Just in case earthquake or something, right? Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, don't even. Oh, no, don't even. I can't. I can't. Okay, I'm not coming. I can't. She she can deal at with you're not on, at least you're not on the coast because then it would be I would be terrified of an earthquake throwing me in the ocean where I would get eaten by a shark. Sharknado. <laughs> I've actually watched that. I've watched I, them all. I've not I've not seen one of them. Oh my god. I will I will have to I I will admit they are your classic I mean it's it's classic B movie material. And it's hilarious. Like, you can appreciate the B-moviness of the... When did this become my public life as an American nerd all of a sudden? How did that happen? Wait a minute. No, no. Welcome to my public life as an yeah. American nerd. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. This is my podcast. Mine. 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 I got rid of my host. My co-host. Ranham Street. Ooh, huh. Nobody can see it, but I am pouting. Go, Mike. See, I'm still pouting, Mike. Even after all this time. And I know he listens. (laughs) There might be a reunion in the future. I think so. I think there needs to be one. Just like a one-off. So I'm throwing that out there, Mike. Prepare yourself. Brace yourself, Ethel! I'm sorry, that was so race. Do you know who Ray Stevens is? Yes, I do. Okay. So, that's for, I think that's from his song, The Streak. Don't look, Ethel! But it was too late. <laughs> okay. So how are you so, enjoying your, uh, your, your new run as editor-in-chief? Um, that, asking me after, the 15th anniversary, seeing as that was my first actual issue as editor-in-chief, probably isn't the best time. To, it's going to be a breeze from here on out. You know, I survived the anniversary issue. And um, yeah, that was kind of, ever, that was... All, of the, all of the writers are still talking to me, so... <laughs> <laughs> and I still have a job, <laughs> so... Yeah, in hindsight, I think that was kind of a dick move of me, and I apologize for that. But that was throwing me in at the anniversary issue. Yeah, I I did that on purpose. Uh, Well, obviously. Um, Yeah, that was a dick move. (laughs) That was a dick move. (laughs) But in your in your defense, you did tell me in. July? June. June? Was it June? Uh-huh. I knew it was a J. I knew it was a J. So you did tell me in June. So I did have those months to kind of mentally wrap my head around the fact that I was going to be stepping in as editor-in-chief on the biggest freaking magazine we've put out to date. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. To date. Yeah. It was so big that I thought about quitting. That, that's how big it was. <laughs> Well, what the what the listeners don't know, and I'm going to tell them, is the night of the launch. Now, there's a three-hour time difference between Dave and I. 
Mm-hmm. And we had spent, what, a week up to the launch going over everything and doing final edits and final coding. And then the night of the launch, it literally was 11.59 in California, 2.59 here in Canada. And we're scanning because when he does the coding, if there's like an, if, if a contributor puts an extra space mm-hmm. in the sentence, it'll throw up a weird symbol. Or if, um, there's like a, not, um, a, a quotation mark, but the single one, I can't, the comma in the wrong spot, it'll put up a weird symbol. So we were going through because I'm, I'm getting very OCD about it now. <laughs> my fingers, you can't see it, but this is what happens when that kicks in. Is I, I rub my fingers. Anyway, um, so we were going through every single story, every single poem, every review, every word on every page, line for line. And then mm-hmm. I would tell them, okay, page six, four paragraphs down, line seven, there's, and I would describe the symbol. He would know exactly what it was and he would fix it. And it was, I think it was Jeff's, it was Jeff's review. Jeff's review was the last one. It was. That mm-hmm. I found one of those funky little symbols. And like, I'm, he's sitting there and he's trying to code as fast as he can. And I'm like, come on, come on, we're going to make the deadline. We're going to make the deadline. And it's like 11.59 and it's 2.59 here. And we did it like right under the gun. It hit the midnight hour and, and it, it was, was ready. Launched. And yeah. it was done. <laughs> it was out. Yeah. And then we both just kind of sat here for a half an hour after just, I think it was more like giggling in beyond exhausted mm, temporary madness. <laughs> well, that, and there was a special feeling to it too. Um, a lot of, well, I don't know. I, I I think people probably, if especially if they've read, you know, your your introduction to to this issue specifically and my commentary. Um, you know, our very first editor in chief, Terry Deshire, who is no longer with us at all. I mean, he's he's not he's not living. Um, there was a moment of reflection for him and uh, having a clothing malfunction. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. And. uh I, I think it was just uh just a reflection, you know, and, and we talked about like I said, like Steve and we talked about Sarah and we talked about Kyle, we even talked about Russo when he tried to buy the company. And um that was yeah. I could I could do a whole episode on that. But anyway, <laughs> um Well yeah, it was it was an emotional issue for you. And I mean it was for me too. I, I don't know any of these people. Well, I know. Well, I haven't met, physically met any of these people. And some of the most important people, like Terry, I'm never going to have the opportunity to meet. Now, through talking with you and talking with Kevin, um, I've kind yeah. of gotten to know the person that he was. Yeah. So I know, I know how special it was for you 
And if he was still around, how special that issue would have been for him, seeing as he wrote the very first intro on the very first anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. So he, it was... He was... It, it, it's funny because behind the scenes, and it was one of those situations where I remember he's like, well, you... Because he had this deep voice, you know. He was like, well, you got your way, Dave. I'm like, I always get my way. What are you talking about? He does. He does. <laughs> he does. You do. <laughs> I just wanted my book published, and now I'm editor-in-chief of your damn magazine. Well, but on the upside, look how many books are going to be published. Well, that's true. That is true. You are contractually obligated to me for quite a while. Yes, this is true. We were, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Aw, you're blushing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad this podcast doesn't come with video. Ah, uh, good times. No, I, I'm, I, I have a special feeling for now. Something, something distinct is happening today in this realm, this era of the world of myth. And I'm glad it's happening. I'm glad it's heading in the direction it's going. Um, I'm sure people have noticed, you know, like we have, uh, the, the jerky guy, uh, Carlson's Beef Jerky. We have a sponsor. We, we do have a sponsor. <laughs> um, still keeping the magazine free. Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, we're, we're negotiating that it could be a small sponsorship. It could lead into a big sponsorship. It could go all the way into PCE. Um, it, it's, and plus, there's actually another gentleman who actually approached me, and there there may be another sponsor, um, but I, it's it's too early to to say names or anything or yeah. even mention it. I shouldn't mention it, but I am. Um, but yeah, but you have the power to edit it out if you so choose. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> so, you're because <laughs> you're my editor. <laughs> that's hilarious. Actually, in the audio world, that would be considered uh, producing. I, I'm okay, your you're producer. My, you're my producer. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm rambling. I'm I'm just reflecting. I'm I'm taking your thunder. I'm making it all about me. No, that was the whole point. See, I didn't tell you the reasons behind why I wanted you on the podcast. This is the reason why. To do your show. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so my listeners all miss me. Um, no, because the anniversary issue was a big deal. And the anniversary podcast was huge. But I wanted to give our listeners kind of a little insight and background into the people of the world of myth. The ones behind the scenes that, you know, quietly do all the work and get it out there. I mean, our writers are always front and center. Our writers, our artists, like the ones that fill the art gallery, the one that fills our poetry section, the ones that fill our stories, um, our reviewers. Jason. We wouldn't have a movie review without Jason. 
And I tell you, that guy watches some really weird movies. I don't know where I've gone. I well, I know where he gets some of them um, because he's Canadian, like I am, and I have the same Netflix, so <laughs> I could actually go and watch some of them. But we wouldn't have a movie review without Jason. Yes, we wouldn't have our video game review without Jeff. We wouldn't have the MythMaster without Kevin, even though. Kevin says the MythMaster runs him. But we wouldn't have the actual website and the magazine and all of this stuff online without you. Because I certainly can't do it. I can edit it all. I can send it to you, but... I've yeah, I, always, I, I can't even keep HTML, the letters, in the right order half the time. Never mind, do it. <laughs> I'm, I was trying to... Um, for the people that don't know, Jay's my son. I'm not talking about Jason Bishard. I'm talking about Jay, Jaden Montoya. Um, he knows HTML as well. And, and quite honestly, he, as far as computer language, he is way farther advanced than I am. And I was trying to get him. I mean, I've, I've tried to bribe that boy. And, um, I'm like, Tell me what you want, and I'll buy it for you. Just do the HTML for me, or HTML. And um, he's like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm like, I will. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. He wants a new 70-inch TV. I said, you do an HTML, do the coding for at least six months on the World of Mist. That's all. I'm not asking for anything else because, you know, we, we run a lot of other websites. Mm-hmm. I said, I will buy you a, you know, an ultra high definition, 70 inch TV, flat screen TV. And I will. I would totally do that. It would be worth it to me. Uh, he's like, nah. He likes seeing me suffer. I don't know why. <laughs> because he's an 18 year old teenage boy and you're his dad. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> And he's got his own thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say it. Say it. I'm right. I'm right. Because you know I am. So I guess I'm kind of. So not only am I stuck oh, Jesus. in writing. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> got all excited all of a sudden. I was going to say is not only am I stuck doing HTML, but I'm also stuck doing the art review. Yes, I don't know how, how I got yes. stuck into that one. You want to know how you got stuck into doing it? Yeah. Because you kept agreeing to do it. And then in the last art review that you did, you said you are stuck there until I say you can go. That ain't going to happen because <laughs> I don't really know anybody else that could do the art review and yeah, well, no. <laughs> it keeps you creative. It does, and I, 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 I've just, I'm lucky enough to have taken, and the funny thing is, is when I was taking it, I hated it. It was so dang boring, was the art history. It yeah. was boring. I was just like, <laughs> you know, I was just, <laughs> somewhere along the line, I was retaining what was said, but, yeah, but, and, and, but, well, they do it. say they you, they do say you do your best learning when you're sleeping. That's why you should play if you want to learn learn a new language or 
learn a new topic, put headphones on and listen to it while you're sleeping. Hmm. Makes sense. So, you know, you slept through class and ace it. I did. I Yeah, I did. Honestly, I did. I, <laughs> it was one of those ones where I, I have, uh, and this is not bragging, this is just reality for who I am, is I, I have this ability, and my sister Rebecca has the same ability. We we are able to regurgitate information, and and it's enough detail where, like, I didn't buy a book for art history, and and in fact, I was telling you not too long ago, um, I passed human anatomy, one of the hardest classes, scientific classes there is. I didn't own the book. I still don't own the book. And it's just, and uh, it, it's just one of those. Okay, remind me never. Just remind me to stop asking you for medical advice. <laughs> I revoke I, my doctor Dave. I uh, I I passed it. I passed it. But um, yeah, I think that's why. And and that's actually coming to to, to play with Stephanie is um, she'll say something and I'll be like, you know, no, you said this. Back then, at this time, around this, or I'll, I'll, she'll be like, oh, whatever, and then I will literally pull a sentence yes. from what she said he will. Four, four, five, six months <laughs> prior to our conversation and put it back into place. She hates that, by the way. Yep. Yep. Although, although, the last one that you pulled up, that I wasn't even actually involved in. <laughs> was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. So it's just that memory thing that comes into play. But I do it to you, too, because I do have the ability to recite entire conversations. But they have to be actual verbal conversations. And then I'll call you on them later. Yeah, but you said this. <laughs> this is what you said. My husband hates it. <laughs> I will rec- I, I, he thought, I don't remember that. And I will recite the entire conversation, his part and mine. Back to him. Now, there has been instances where um, I thought the conversation had happened, and the conversation did actually happen, except it was all in my head. It was a preemptive conversation. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I didn't actually have that conversation with you yet. I love you. We're pausing for a moment. It's a beautiful moment. My a little girl. moment. Time for my little girl to go to bed. It's the Zoe. Good night, Zoe. She got school in the morning. I let her stay up a little extra late than normal. Aww. I'll take credit for that. <laughs> You're welcome, Zoe. I got your back, kid. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to hate me tomorrow when she's tired, though. Yeah, yeah. So, we do have a couple of, uh, I do actually have official World of Myth things to share. Really? Um, that I don't I do. know about? I do. Well, no, you do, because we've talked about them. Wait, wait, um, wait, I said that wrong. I said that wrong. That don't you, mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I am not that tired. I am still pronouncing it about. A bull. About. Out, out, ah! Oh. I give up. I have to find a new word. 
Because, okay. you know, she's up in Canada, A, sitting in her hoose. I have listeners that actually enjoy my Canadian accent. They say they miss it. I Thank you, Walt. Thank you, I Walter. <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't say anything bad about it. I, I didn't say I didn't like no. it. And he does he does tease me mercilessly. It's hilarious when we're actually texting back and forth. His default for <laughs> the word about and out is a boot and oot. <laughs> and now because he's decided to throw the word house in there too, hoose. I will get hoose. <laughs> but you should hear him. All my Canadian listeners, you should hear him say pool. Okay? Pool. It sounds like, when he says pool, it sounds like pull. Like you're pulling something. So when I say, what, a pool? Pull. Like pool. A swimming pool? A say pool. Swimming, say swimming pool. Swimming pool. See? <laughs> he sounds like you're saying, like, pull a cart. You're missing an O. Because you're throwing them all in the aboot and oot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I have... I, okay, first first, in, first official announcement. Okay. Let me get this out. Because this is an exciting one. The rest of them are technical. This is an exciting one. So I ran a poll. I ran a poll a while ago. Um, Not a poll. A poll. Why did I think this was a good idea? <sighs> so I ran a survey a while ago <laughs> asking um, our readers and our writers if they would like to see a new category. And I gave them a choice of two, romance or historical fiction. So you asked the poll. Yes. I don't swear on this show, but, you know, I could make an exception, except I do know I have a listener that is averse to swear words. So out of respect for that listener, I will wait until we are off the air before I call you all the nasty things that I want to call you right now. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll leave you alone. Go ahead. Make your announcement. Anyway, oh, this is why I podcast alone. I can't remember. All right. So, I asked if they wanted a romance category added to the categories we already have or historical fiction. And for a little while there, it looks like it was looking like romance was going to win, but historical fiction won. So, you're making me dizzy. Um, I'm pleased to announce that I have had a conversation with the coder <laughs> and we are going to be adding you know she didn't say the boss right she said coder well because we both know that you can try and boss me around it might work maybe <laughs> for a little while and then I'll give you all the reasons why that's not a really good idea and you will agree with me anyway um, so we're going to be adding a new category to the ones that we have. So we'll have action, adventure, humor, horror, fantasy. I can't believe I almost forgot that category because that's the one I write in. Um, 
comedy, and historical fiction. You forgot so sci-fi. That, oh, right, sci-fi. Um, so we will be adding, as of October, we are adding historical fiction. So, dust off your history books, break out your pen, your quill, and your inkwell, and let's see those historical fiction. And for all those ones that were looking for the romance, you can still write romance. Because who says historical fiction can't be romantic? If you've read Eternally Bound, it's set in the 1800s, it is a historical fiction, and there's romance, so, you know, just saying. There's a way to get around that loophole. It's a loophole. So, yes. Um, you can also um, submit to more than one category now. So if you've got an action story or, and you, and if, okay, if you've got an action story and you've got a historical fiction and you've got a horror story and you want to submit all three, send them in. And if they're approved, then you can have three stories in the magazine in one month. So, because I know a lot of our writers, myself included, um, I don't write in just one genre, and I don't have just one genre of story on the go at a time. So if you want to submit to more than one category at a time, please feel free. You can also still submit to poetry and artwork as well. So, yes, we're adding historical fiction. You can submit to more than one category. And... Yeah, I think it's going to be really exciting. Um, also, don't forget, you can slip some little, some romance in your historical fiction. Just saying. And historical fiction doesn't have to be set back in the 1800s or the 1600s or the 1900s. It can be set in the 1950s. Because that is history. That, and, and historical things happened in the 1950s. So... Don't limit yourself to an era before cars. Just, you know. So, yeah. Historical historical fiction did win the survey. So, that will be the official category, new category, that we'll be adding. Now, as a caveat to that, um, if we have more than two months where we're not getting any stories for historical fiction, we will be put, we will pull the category and move on to a new category. Just so you know. So if you want to keep historical fiction, keep the stories coming once a month. I know you can do it. I know there's a few of you out there that would, are just dying to write to get me that historical fiction story. So, Mark, I'm talking to you. Send them in. <laughs> Yeah, he he does write. He writes some excellent historical fiction stuff. He yeah. really does. Yeah. Well, that that one he did with Big Mo, uh, that I would have put in historical fiction. That was if such we, a good if story. We, if we had have had the category, yeah, it was. Um. So welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So that's the fun news. Now we have to move on to the not-so-fun news. Well, I can't really say it's not fun. I mean, 
we the I'm I'm telling all of our our listeners and new writers, old writers, you need to we have revamped, updated, changed, reworded and made as clear as possible the submission guidelines. And against my suggestion where it should where it's supposed to just say submission email, everything gets submitted to me. <laughs> Yeah, just like he's not allowed to leave the art review, I have a feeling I'm never allowed to leave this position either. So, it's it's a two-way street here. Anyway, we have revamped the submission guidelines. We have added some new conditions, and um, we've had a few situations that have come up in the last year and that, that we have now had to write a guideline. Um, a pertaining, policy. yeah, a pol- yeah, a policy pertaining to if those situations arise. Um, we have outlined penalties for serious deviations from the guidelines. Um, we have revamped format. We have revamped policy. We have revamped um, everything. Literally. Everything, yeah. We we went through every category in the submission guidelines and line by line. Line by line. (laughs) Literally line by line. Rewrote it, tore it down, and put it all back together. So things have changed. But now go ahead. I will I will cut you some leeway for the first couple of submissions, but after that, I'm going to be enforcing those guidelines. So, don't hate me if you don't read them. Read them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you need to read them. And, and I, what I was just going to interject was the fact that the guidelines aren't there for us to be meanies. It's, it's in place for everything to happen smoothly. Every yeah. month... Every month on the 24th, you can put your money on it. There's a world of myth coming out. There's always a world of myth coming out. And in order for that to run smoothly, we have to have guidelines. We have to have deadlines. We have to have everything in place to make things happen. Ah, so That is the one thing we forgot to put in the guidelines. <laughs> what's that? We never touched on the deadline. <laughs> never touched on the deadline. Well, it's subjective. It really I've is. noticed, I've noticed that the guideline, the, the deadline is just a suggestion. Yeah. It's like, okay, so the 15th, right, um, uh, it's the 15th, it's the deadline, I gotta send my story in in a couple of days. Who usually has both of their stories and their article and their commentary in by the 15th? Not you. Oh, not me? When did you get your commentary to me for the anniversary edition, Mr. Montoya? Uh, hey, I was having emotional <laughs> issues. <laughs> <laughs> you never, ever have everything to me by the 15th. I don't get your commentary until, like, the week before. Nice right. try. I can't even say that I have my stuff in by the 15th because there's been times that I've been writing my 
installment to the chosen for the magazine as you're coding two days before it's released. So Yeah, would make it work. It's okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's just it's appreciated if it's in on time. Because it just makes our jobs a whole lot easier. We get a whole lot more um we have a whole lot more time to spend on making sure that it's polished and perfect and we are presenting the best picture of your work. I think that's one of the reasons why the world of myth is what it is, is because how serious we take it. And I'm not knocking any other e-zine. I'm just saying from what I've seen to what we do, we just... I, I think we take it a lot more serious than... It's job. It's, it's, I look at it as, as, I can't really say a job, but a career. Like, it's... It's an adventure. <laughs> a conquest. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's not a hobby. For me, it's not a hobby for me. It's not something that I do for fun. I mean, I enjoy it, and it is fun, but it's not. Um, it's not something that I do once in a while. It's something that I take very seriously, just as you do. Um, we put everything we've got into it because we care about it. We do. We really do. I mean, I know when our magazine comes out, it's not perfect, but we're human. And as I said it before, I'm human. I am still learning. I don't have an education. I don't, I didn't go to school for editing. I didn't go to school for journalism. I didn't go to school for writing. I went to business college for legal administrative assistant. Um, I have bookkeeping experience. I could do your taxes. Not a problem. American. Canadian, Polish, Ukrainian. I've done all those taxes. I have. Polish taxes are really interesting when they bring you everything in Polish. Thank goodness for Google Translate. But anyway. Um, but I don't have editing experience. So I'm still learning. But we put everything we have into what we do. Because it's important, because we care about it, and we want it to be the best possible product that we can put out there to showcase the work that we get. Because the work that we get, the writers that we have, and the artists that we have, we have some incredible talent being handed to us every month and being entrusted with it every month, and we don't pay our writers because we're a free magazine. So we don't get paid for what we do. I don't get paid for what I do. I volunteer my time because I care about it that much. Our writers give us their stories, I think, because they care about it too. And I think that and and the fact that we're one of the only places, if not the only place that I know of, we actually do not take the copyright. We never 
handle oh, yeah. the copyright ever. Nope. You keep your story. Your story is yours. We just publish it. We, we don't own it. We don't yeah. have the rights to it. Um, you do. You give so you us the uh, the permission to to yeah. publish. That's it. That's all we have yeah. is your permission to publish. Yeah. And I think that that really is. Uh, and I, I would like to say that was my idea, but that's not my idea. Um, that was Terry's idea. It was a good idea. A lot less paperwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now. And because we don't pay our writers, it gives them the opportunity to take that really, really good story. You know, it, it's a platform for them to test out new ideas to try their hand at writing a genre they've never tried before, like science fiction. (laughs) I'm still working on that story, so don't give me that look. (laughs) I've never written science fiction, so it's it's very hard to keep it within the sci-fi realm and out of the realm of fantasy. So, it is a stretch for me. And it it will show up eventually in the world of myth if the editor in chief approves it. <laughs> and they say you are your harshest critic, so it may never ever end up in the magazine. I don't know. No, I, I I understand that. But uh, yeah, so those are the new things we're going to have: historical fiction. We've rewritten the. the. Good job. Thanks. (laughs) First day with the new tongue. It fit the last donor better. Um, We've revamped the submission guidelines. There's something else. Oh, and you could you can also submit to more than one category at a time, which means you can have up to. Five or six stories in the magazine, and a poem, and a piece of artwork, and just be all over the place. Just be forewarned. You may get the Mythmaster's attention. But he's a pussycat. Because, you know, I'm still here. And I'm still the number one podcast. Just saying. Because you're not on the network. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I love you, Mythmaster. I always have to throw that in because, you know, it softens them up. Yeah, unless, you know, I'm I'm actually in negotiations on putting them on a network, but Oh. Oh, then it then the game is on. Game on. There'll be a showdown at PCE between me and the Mythmaster. He has there, to be nice to me though, because I'm making his cloak. There is plans. Um I I actually talked with him today. And he he tossed me an idea that I really liked. So it might, but well, it's not it's not a might. I I will make it happen. I just got to figure out who all is going to be involved in, in this this uh, project, which I can't say yet because I don't know who's all involved. So. Yeah. Except I know Stephanie will be because well you know she's already admitted that she's contractually obligated to me so. No, 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 you are contractual. Well, wait, yeah, I guess I, I'm only contractually obligated to you for books. 
We don't actually have uh, a formal contract for anything else. <laughs> see, see, I told you, Dave always gets his way. <laughs> That's how he does it. But, okay, so we've been at this for almost, almost an hour. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, 56 minutes. Oh, wow. I couldn't tell if it was a six or an eight. It's a six. With some creative editing that you'll have to do, it'll probably be about 45. Really? You think I'll put that much out? Oh, maybe not. There are parts where I'm rambling. <laughs> but I do that every week, so it's not like it's out of the ordinary. So I think I'm going to wrap this up here. And thank you very much for allowing me to tell you you're going to be on my podcast. That's pretty much what I did, too. It's like, you know, I have an idea. We're podcasting tonight. He says, all right. I did have to let him watch his movie first, though. Yeah. His his seven-hour movie. (laughs) Took me seven hours to watch an hour-and-a-half movie. That tells you something about my life. Well, you have small children. And... Small children. Yeah, that's all we need to have mentions. Yep. Small children. A plethora of small children. <laughs> and a dog. So And a cat. Okay. And a cat. Yes, and a cat. I can't forget the cat. So, thank you for tuning in for yet another week. And don't forget to go to... Haha, I almost forgot to plug everything. Okay. Here we go. Anthony Anthem got a kick out of that when he's like, okay, you have anything you want to plug? And it's like, yeah, hold on. And he laughed, and then I just, like, rambled it all off. Okay, so check us out on www.theworldofmyth.com. You can find us on Twitter at The World of Myth Magazine and The World of Myth Bits podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The World of Myth Magazine or The World of Myth Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Lupa B. You can find me on Instagram at Stephanie Barty Author and on Facebook at Author Stephanie Barty. If you have a submission, check out the guidelines first at www.theworldofmyth.com. And then you can email your submission to me at Stephanie Barty, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-B-A-R-D-Y, at theworldofmyth.com. Thank you, and I will talk to you all again next week. And next week I will be on my own. And I will have a story to read to you, so take that. All right, see y'all. Bye. The World of Myth Bits.